So a new framework, a large system, a plan to vaccinate everyone to a level of 90% before we go anywhere. Of course, we know this. Deputy Prime Minister Grant Robertson with us. Good morning. Morning, Mike. Tell me why, in really simple terms, I and every other double vaccinated person in this country is being held to ransom by the thick and the lazy. Well, obviously, I'm not going to agree with that description. What we've got to make sure is that we get the percentage of New Zealanders vaccinated that gives us confidence that we can keep ourselves safe and make sure our health system is able to manage. It's the same equation that many countries around the world have had to do. We've kept up with what we consider to be a balanced approach. Um, You know, in New Zealand, we've got people in far-flung parts of the country. We do want to make sure that they're getting vaccinated along with those in the cities, Um, and we have to come up with that balance. So, no, I don't don't accept that characterisation. They've had all year. what we need to do. They've had all year. Look, you know, and vaccinations have been available for a long time, but there are hesitant people out there. We know that. We have to work with them and their families and make sure that they get the confidence to be able to be vaccinated. There's a small percentage of people who we know are are against vaccination and are highly unlikely to ever be vaccinated, but there's another group of people who haven't yet been vaccinated who will do it with the right support around them, and that's the process for now. Meantime, we wait. Well, meantime, we make sure that we put ourselves in a position where we stay healthy, our community stay healthy, our health system can cope. So this is the, the equation we've got. It's a balance, Mike. I absolutely get that. And I've got people in my timeline telling me to go faster. I've got people in my timeline telling me to go slower. No, they're not. Uh, we've who's, got the who's telling you to go slower? I don't know if you've been, I don't know if you've been watching, but there's a large number of people um, out there who would like to see us hitting 95 percent rather than 90 percent. Um, who that's, want that's not going slower. That's going harder. Well, what I mean is, you know, moving down restrictions is what I mean. All right. Where's the incentive? Person listening in Blenheim this morning, unvaccinated, can't really be bothered, whatever the case may be. They can go get their hair cut, go out to a restaurant, go to the movies, have friends around to their house. Their life becomes less interesting when the target gets reached. So what possible incentive is there for them to do anything? There's none. Well, no, I don't agree with that again either, Mike. I mean, what happens then is that they would come into into either the orange or the green in the new framework, which opens up all of those things about large-scale gatherings, concerts and events and so on uh, that they can be a part of. It's also the beginning of being able to move to a time when we can all move more freely around the country. There's plenty of incentive. Also, as the Prime Minister indicated, we've got a check-in for the new framework on the 29th of November. And if you know, one of the things we are looking at is whether or not the South Island could move then, even if parts of the North Island hadn't reached another 90% in the DHB yeah, well, area. Well, well, so hold on. There's plenty when, of incentive. Well, no, there's not. So I'm, so sitting in Auckland, the biggest, the, the economic engine room of the country, uh, we're going to get to 90%, I would like to think. Tyrafferty may not. Is the entire country going to be held to ransom for Tyrafferty? Well, one of the reasons we put the chicken in on the 29th is to see where we've got. But I don't see it. I, I know I know you're using that language, Mike, but I simply don't see it that way. We are a whole country. We've all got friends and family who live all over New Zealand. We need to make sure that if we move, we move in a way that everybody can keep going forward. We've got the ability for Auckland, we've said, to go into the red category when you get to that 90%. That will be a lot better than the position of Level 3 is now. In other parts of New Zealand, the incentive is there to keep moving and make sure that you can be part of those big events at Christmas and you can be part of visiting your friends and family. We still are one country here, Mike, and we are all in this together. I don't think, and I've got a case of wine with Stuart Nash on this, I don't think, wish I was wrong, I don't think you're going to get to 90%. Do you blink first when it becomes apparent you're not going to? 
Our goal is to get to 90%. And I know it's your goal. And it is completely achievable, Mike, and we've got to work towards that. Uh, but if we don't get there and it becomes obvious we're not going to get there, how long do you lock us down for? Well, that's the equation that we'll look at when we get to the end of November. Um, you've got to remember that within the within the uh, framework, we've got the possibility of localised lockdowns if we need to use them at particular points. So there are options in front of us. But there's no point in setting a goal and not saying, let's drive towards it. We can do it, and I'm, I'm confident we'll get there. Well, why don't you set a goal and say, when we get to 90%, we're out? Or why don't, why don't you just say, if you're not vaccinated at that point, tough luck? Well, the goal is to get everyone on a DHB area at 90%, and then we're into a framework that actually does provide the kinds of freedoms you're talking about. So that is the goal. OK, MIQ, uh, we got people at home at the moment with COVID self-isolating. Why are we still bringing people into MIQ who are vaccinated? Yeah, well, we still had that system in for a long while. And as you know, we're looking at, at how to move forward from there. We'll do that in a careful way. Um, we still have cases coming across the border. Not everybody who gets off a plane stays in Auckland. People do go to other parts of the country. So we are working our way through that. And there'll be more to say about that in the coming days. So days, it'll be announced this week? I would think so, yeah. OK. Australia's got boosters coming this week. When are our boosters? Well, we have enough um, vaccines to do boosters now, and for immunocompromised people and others, that process is being worked through. Uh, and obviously we'll be ordering more vaccines as well. We are in the process of ordering more vaccines, but we have sufficient stocks to be able to move into booster campaigns once our health officials advise us that's what we should be doing. How much money have you given Maori specifically for the vaccine rollout? So we announced the $120 million uh, over the weekend. Half of that is for the vaccine rollout and half of that is to work with communities to support them through the, the broader COVID-19 process. In addition to that, I haven't got the number in front of me, Mike, but there was, a, I think, a 20-odd million or maybe 30 million that was put in for um, supporting whanau aura groups and so on. It's an important part of this, this aspect of the program. Māori vaccination rates need to lift and they have been in the last few weeks and we need to support those community groups to get out and reach the people who haven't yet uh, had those conversations. So that's at least $100 million on your admission just then. What specifically is it spent on? So it's basically spent on things like those mobile clinics, getting out into those remote areas, supporting uh, events at Marae, making sure that we have got all of the information, all of the resources, access to the vaccines, to be able to get out and work with their communities. And Mike, this is happening all over New Zealand in different ways because the central government isn't always um, able to do that. The DHBs aren't always able to do that. We need to work with the community groups who've got the best links into the people who we need to see vaccinated. But it's not working. Well, it is. Well, it's, it's not working to the extent it should do. So where's the return on the money? Well, we only announced the, hundred, the $60 million on, on Friday, so I think it's a bit rough to say you want to return on that. There's been specialist Maori money this thing. whole rollout, and, and it's clearly not working to the extent that no, you would expect I, I, it to I, do. I, I just disagree with that, Mike. We have seen a, a significant lift in Māori vaccination rates in, in recent times. Um, obviously, there's, a, there's also a population element to this. Um, there's a higher percentage of Māori in the younger population who have only more recently become eligible for vaccines. But no, in the last few weeks, we've seen an enormous increase in credit to those providers who've been doing a great job. Quick comment on Radius Care. As of today, families can go in and visit. It's against health department advice. You say what to them? 
Well, obviously, in health settings, people make their, do, do have the ability to make decisions. Um, we'll be talking to the Ministry of Health, District Health Board, continually, as we have been, about how this is best done. Um, each, each institution, each area will no doubt have their own views on how they maintain public health and safety, but there's pretty clear guidelines from the Ministry and the District Health Boards about that. I appreciate your time, Grant Robertson, Deputy Prime Minister. Uh, just to tell you or show you how well the Maori vaccine rollout is going for all that money, the population double-jabbed at the moment is 48%. Uh, Texts, I can't even begin to, but this one sums it up. This is absolute BS. Anyone disagree with that?